Um, another thing too, this is getting like no pop for the baby face. I don't know if it was just the crowd. I think it's it's a very slow transition. It feels like you can tell they're really they've been trying to push him face, but like it feels like they're the storyline with Shane is not enough. Like he's got to go out of his way to go face to face with like a big time heel right now. Yeah, it's gotta be something bigger and like the bar. The bar is like not. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. it's not working for me. Well, it's, uh, it's it's also because like they they've done a really I don't want to say completely poor, but they've done a really weird job of positioning him. Like they're they're not really helping the audience decide how they should take Miz now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. It's kind of if it's in the air, kind of. So yeah. So that it's I think it's more on that because uh, Miz at one point not too long ago I felt like if they would have pushed him to be when he was still completely heel they would have pushed him to go for the title people would have been all behind it honestly yeah uh, but now we're like yeah well you know what what are you doing with him right <laughs> right, right. Yeah. and and his skill on Mike seems to be lost when he's more of a baby face. You know what I mean? Like the fact he's, that he's a natural heel. He's yes. just a natural heel. Yes. That's all there is he to it. He plays that heel very well. Yeah. And you have, and all wrestlers would, wrestlers would tell you, it's way more fun to play heel anyway. It really is. It, yeah. it is. it is harder to be a baby face because the way the crowds and people are. I mean, look at look at The Rock when he first came out. That's like the perfect example of, of how difficult yeah. it is to be a, a baby face and how easy it is to be a heel. Oh yeah, it's for so, sure. It comes so naturally for people. Yeah, I think I think we're in an era now where uh the crowd definitely chooses who they want to be the baby face no matter how the writing is being written for whatever yeah. character. And they'll they'll get behind whoever they want to get behind. Exactly. Now it's about work rate too. It's, yeah. it's about work rate. There's a lot of, a lot of smart marks now. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which could lead into the discussion in AEW later uh, and how they look at heels and faces in their promotion. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. see that? Because we, we yeah. were talking about these rumors of people that are jumping ship. And so if, the, if that is the case and where they're going to be going, what kind? What, it's not about playing a char- so much a character as, as, you know, the athleticism and what you bring to the sport. Yeah. That's like, uh, I mean, that's the way Ring of Honor was when it first started. There were... There really weren't heels and baby faces. You know, they had their whole code of honor thing, and there was just great wrestling. Well, it's it's just like NXT, right? Let's just look at NXT, which is a WWE owned thing. Uh, That they basically kind of craft just really small, uh, not too complicated storylines around wrestlers who wrestle great matches, right? That's what they do. They don't try to overcomplicate storylines and make them ridiculous. They're just normal. Hey, they don't even have to be two complete heels against each other. Or I mean, uh, heel versus a babyface. They can be like, "Hey, I want to be better. I'm better than you." No, you're not. Let's wrestle and find out. And that's literally yeah. the gist of some of their storylines, and it works perfectly. So I don't know why the WWE can't just look at that and be like, "Oh, we're actually doing a good job in our own house here." So let's pay attention to that and kind of, uh, you know. Put that on our uh, the main stage, so to speak. Just I wonder if they eventually stuff. will. I wonder if they eventually will. I don't. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. As as time goes on, as time goes on, you know, like you were saying, the message, like things. This would be a really good discussion for the podcast too. Oh, we're adding you know, this. Things, we're going right into the show right after this. <laughs> things were, you know, things are getting edgier now, and the, things are been kind of edgy on NXT. 
Yeah. You know, so as the as the old guard kind of starts to move out, you know, the guys who can't work the same way that a guy like Ciampa can go. Right. You know, and these NXT guys start to really flood the tel- you know, television if they start to go in that direction and make that better. I, I don't know. I, I hope they do. Well, welcome to Hardly Kayfabe. I am one of your hosts. I'm Johnny Townsend. I'm joined by a returning Matt. He hasn't went. He hasn't went on his honeymoon yet. He's still here. No, I wasn't supposed to. I wasn't supposed to be on this week. But uh, I figured one one more sending off with uh, the the trio would be just appropriate. So yeah. Speaking of trio, we rehired Chris Chavez. <laughs> I'm back. Back from they 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 injected me with all kinds of sicknesses and tried to keep me down, but it didn't work. That's how we, that's our storyline going into the show. Yes. <laughs> Matt and I are the heels, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but that's correct. Uh, but Matt, I'm glad you let you're leading us this way. Uh, it's it's very obvious on the big main two shows, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, that they're definitely trying to infuse a lot more, um, less family friendly stuff in it. I think I'm gonna uh, pull a clip from like a year ago when I was saying, you know, it feels like they're trying to push it back towards the Attitude Era. Yeah. Because, yes. yeah, you could see little hints of it here and there when you started seeing more blood. And, yes, yeah, some of it was accidental, but I got to tell you, a lot of it seemed intentional in, in, in regards to, like, not holding back and hitting where they wanted to hit. Uh, you started yeah. seeing that a lot more, you know what I mean? Uh, you started seeing a little bit more, the language was getting a little more coarse, and then this week was pretty interesting. Yeah, this week they went all in on uh, blonde, beautiful women. Uh <laughs> Having as little clothes on as possible. It was so uh, old so school, dude. The only thing that was different <laughs> is that it wasn't Vince McMahon walking in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Could you imagine so, if he had played that part, though? Yeah. So, oh uh, so obviously, both Mandy Rose and Alexa Bliss are beautiful, stunning women, and I'm not obviously I'm not mad that <laughs> we got to see that, right? But if you kind of Take yourself away from from that, and just look at it. We were just discussing how NXT does a better job with their storylines because they kind of simplify stuff. Yeah, uh, that to me seems like you're just adding more layers to storylines and stuff. The whole thing with Mandy Rose and uh, the and the and, and, and the Usos is just weird, right? Like right, like the brothers, like Mandy Rose sends <laughs> sends him uh, like all her her information about what hotel she's staying in. And his brother looks at him and goes, what are you going to do? And his response was, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yes, I caught that. Yes. I was like, you're married. But, yes. but if, you if, do if, know. But if you follow the story to the end, you can see why he says that. Cause it, it I mean, obviously it's a setup. Her up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I get still, that. still, you're but, right. In that moment, you're like, what is going on right now? Like separate yourself from it and just kind of think about it logically. Though they're watching, we're watching a scene where two brothers are just talking to each other, right? They don't, they don't recognize the cameras there. I know they're just the having a private conversation. So was he trying to trick his own brother too to, to set up Mandy Rose? <laughs> it makes no sense. It was very. It's just weird, dude. It was and I love, weird. and I love that her lingerie that she, that Mandy Rose was wearing was like it, it was. As revealing as what she wears to the ring in the first place. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And she's a stunning woman, obviously. I mean, we've already established that. But, man, it's just, I was like, this storyline is, to me, to I, I like that the women are getting more storylines uh, other than the ones going for the championship. I like that a lot. 
But this one just feels so stupid to me. It felt very much like a soap opera, man. Yes. Like, even the way it was filmed, the quality of it, when he walks into the hotel room and, oh, this is supposed to be her, you know, trying to seduce him. So, hey, let's have cameraman ready. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm not talking about the guy that jumps out of the shower and takes pictures. I'm just talking about the WWE video cameras. Yes. 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 Casual. That's like, yeah, it it felt like another incident like this was, remember, like, about a decade ago when... When Triple H broke into Randy Orton's house and <laughs> they yeah. were cutting cam, they were cutting camera angles like they were expecting it. Like, oh god, come on, yeah, it's so it's so bush league. I mean, I I think they realize that people know what it is, but if you're trying to sell it, you know, yeah, a little bit, they should have had over the shoulder with with uh, which Uso was it, Jay, Jimmy. They are whatever, but they should have like over the shoulder, maybe following. I don't know. It was just weird. It was so weird. Yeah, they, weird. they don't. Sometimes they don't even try to work us, right? They don't even try. No, and I hate that. Work me. I like to be worked. Please work me. <laughs> I want to believe this. I know it's all staged and everything. I understand this, but I want to suspend my belief for a little bit and just enjoy wrestling stories. And, and and the stories, because sometimes they get some really intriguing stories. They do every once in a while. They'll, they'll hit something really good. Right. And yeah. I just want to be worked. Just just work me, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Don't do stupid things like just showing two twins, by the way, uh, talking to each other. One's like, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't uh, know that makes them look stupid. And I love the Usos. They're freaking awesome. Yeah. Don't do that to them. <laughs> You know what somebody said? I was reading all the comments and stuff because I, well, I did see that video. And people were like, why don't you just send the other twin in and you both are a go-home happy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, that would have like, been amazing. That would have been a great swerve. Can you, can you imagine? That would have been awesome. Awesome. Because you really can't tell the difference between the two. They both sound the same. They look exactly identical. Throw them in. That's funny. Make it funny. Tag them in. Make it funny. <laughs> Dude, that would have been great. Tag me in, Oos. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, and and the Alexa Bliss thing just seemed like that. Like that scene was literally just put on there so we could see her like that. Like there yeah. was no reason for it. Exactly. That's what I was saying. It's it's old school Vince McMahon style, gratuitous. You know. Yeah. It's not really. And nudity, I don't. I don't know. Wait. 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 You, I, I thought it was supposed to be fresh and new. <laughs> yes. It's ruthless aggression. They've never done that before. Yeah. No. Sexual appeal ruthless, never done. Ruthless attitude, ruthless attitude era. That's and, what I call uh, this. In the era that we're in, just socially, I don't know how some of the stuff gonna, is going to, you know, look. No. I mean, I personally don't care, but I know that, you know, people on Twitter... Yeah, a little offended. Well, think about it. Whenever you see, you know, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, uh, these girls out in the crowd, you see these really, really young girls that wear their clothes and are cheering for them. How do you think the parents impressionable? Are feel yes, How do you yeah, think the exactly. parents are going to feel that it's going this way. Do you think they're going to accept it because the parents grew up in the Attitude Era, or are they going to be? Are they going to you know react the way parents did back in the Attitude Era? Well, I think oh, this boy. is just this is just me, and I'm like not flash, flashing on camera <laughs> with the with the, cr- with the, cr- the the camera guy pan, you know panned out on the crowd. Yeah, and now that used to be a regular thing. Yeah, I'm not a parent, obviously, but uh, I, I there's this one thing where you always become who your parents were, no matter what you do. Yeah, you yep. sort of become them in a way, no matter even if you're trying your best not to. So something tells me that a lot of those 
a lot of those people who are now adults who grew up watching the Attitude Era Flip are going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I don't, I don't think my kids should watch this. <laughs> which, I mean, the WWE is kind of at a crossroads. They need to decide which way they want to go. Do they want to be the family-friendly thing they have been, or do they want to uh, get a, an older audience? They, they just got to decide. I don't know if you can kind of uh, do both. It's kind of a weird, you kind of hurt yourself yeah. if you don't have a direction. It's like it's like how in, in kids' movies today, they, they push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, a little bit more with everyone that comes out. You have to, you have to focus. And it, it, it is in a tough spot because for years we were saying that, complaining that the WWE was too kid friendly. Right. You know that was their market. Those are the the they're the ones who are buying all the merchandise, the toys, the, the you know the the t shirts and, and all this cool stuff because yeah. you know it just it feels good. And then now it's turning, you know, we're starting to see the adult themes. And I'm like, whoa. But think about it, dude. The adults are the ones, the, the adults that were kids back it then is buying out the toys. Of, yes. They're the adults yeah. now. And they're the ones still buying the toys. Like, as adults, we still buy toys. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think it'll do them well to move more towards adult. You know what I mean? I would say PG-13, maybe. Find a happy medium. Yeah. There's got to be happy medium toward it. Yeah, but. A little bit edgier. Because. I mean, culture like nowadays. You can go to a, like I went to the Deadpool movie, and there was like a there was like a five year old kid there watching it because exactly. it was a superhero movie. Exactly. They, so it's it's at the same time it's nobody really cares about what's kid appropriate yeah. anymore. You're gonna they're gonna so. have to figure out like and, and if they do go that route, I can't see gimmicks like No Way Jose or uh, or even the Lucha House Party, dude. I can't see those guys sticking yeah, around much longer. You know what I mean? Those are all these kind of like bright dancey you know, these gimmicks, and it, it, if you're trying to go more where everyone's getting an attitude, you know, I mean, even look at, uh, for a while, he was pushing this whole thing, uh, Drew McIntyre, when he first came back, that he was going to be a force to be reckoned with, but even in this yeah. last episode of Raw, it was all about, I am the more aggressive, it's all about the aggression now, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, the ruthless, yeah. the ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression, exactly. So Yeah, don't forget that ruthless word. No way, it's Jose, Lucha the House Party, these guys are going to become basically like Doink the Clown and Coco Beware from back in the day. You know what I mean? Essentially, I mean, where does that leave New Day? Yeah, that's the other thing. We may start seeing where the New Day start to separate and go singles. Or evolve, or, yeah. in a, evolve into some kind of, you know, not happy. I mean, they've made adult references in a lot of stuff, too. So they are they are goofy in that yeah. sense. Where I can see I could see them being like the Edge and Christian of like the two thousands. Yeah, and the way they the way they uh, Biggie's very sexual in his movements and and yes. yeah. So I could yeah they could I think they could adapt pretty well. Yeah, I'm I'm not too worried about them to be honest. They're all three very talented dudes, and uh, even if for whatever stupid reasons the WWE's like, well, we're going to let them go, which I don't think they would ever do. Uh, you know, there's other companies that would welcome them with open arms i mean all three Ooh, guys yes. are so Easily, good yeah i mean i even saw a uh cody rhodes uh had on his twitter a picture that he took with uh, xavier woods uh the only reason i know it's xavier woods is because he's in a costume he's dressed as a character from mortal kombat oh yeah but yeah that's the only reason i even know uh speaking of mortal kombat by the way if you haven't seen uh a vega's jade costume oh, yeah it's amazing oh, oh man yeah. do yourself a favor <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a pure work of art right there oh for sure <laughs> but yeah um so uh well, that would be fun too just to piggyback off that if they, if they were to jump ship because weren't they trying to get a young bucks versus 
New Day oh my mask God. a couple years ago. Could you imagine? Oh that? yeah, they're all friends. I mean, they're all friends. So. Oh yeah, they did. They let uh, I think Kenny and the Young Bucks or somebody come on the up, up, down, down. Yes, yeah. they did. Yep. Xavier yep. Woods show. So. Yep. Man. Yep, and that was a very fun. That was a fun event too. By the way, I watched that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, we're I mean we're in a new era, guys. For better or for worse, uh, I think overall I think overall to be better. But yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, it depends on where they go because you can't. Not every single person on the roster can go ruthless aggression. That's ridiculous. Well, you know I'm going to tell you that the worst part of the to me of the WWE's eras is was the ruthless aggression part. <laughs> it was just the most boring to me. Like coming out of Attitude Era and you go to this, which I understand why now looking back, but yeah. I mean when I was younger I was like, Well this is this is dumb. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> but you can't go back full attitude era either just because the what uh the uh, the way society is yeah, now. They yeah. just wouldn't accept half those things. Yeah, rightfully so, because I went back. I've told Chris I went back and watched a lot of Attitude Era, and I cringed a lot. <laughs> it <laughs> Some does of it not is hard it, to watch. It does not hold up. Quite a bit of it does not hold up. There's good wrestling, but the antics and the other entertainment do not hold up well. You got to exactly. think about the Attitude Era then, though was was pushing the boundaries and doing the things that were edgy based on those standards. So you'd have yes. to think of what would be considered pushing the boundaries and and you know being edgy on our standards now, even while it you know toes the line of staying where uh yeah. where the political correctness is right about now like right now to be a be a heel you need to like break a gillette razor basically <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing you have uh oh man severely orange spray tan and yeah <laughs> that's great uh so let me ask you guys something what are your thoughts on the whole uh angle with Strowman being kicked off of of the royal rumbles uh main event is there is there is there like it protects him yeah i mean it protects him but there's a reason is he not fully healed well that's what some people are asking there's two 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 ideas going around what were you gonna say matt uh apparently that was really never the full plan and and also too they didn't if if they didn't want you don't they don't want to put the belt on stroman at royal rumble if they're going to put a belt on him he needs to be at a major pay-per-view doing this angle helps yeah, like I said, protect Strowman from taking another loss. If he loses to Brock again, nobody's going to take him seriously right. the next time they fight, you know? And I guess it was Vince McMahon's kind of way of protecting it that, that this didn't happen. Um, which, I, I mean, I think Finn Balor getting the opportunity is really cool in theory, but I think we all kind of know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. I will say, in theory, uh, if, if Finn Balor, I, I mean, Finn's obviously very talented. I think they can have a really good match. I mean, the the match that uh, the Beast had had with some other smaller guys have been very good because those guys could work, and they could uh, they they're really good at taking a beating. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're very good at it and making comebacks and stuff. Like uh, that Daniel Bryan match with the uh, with Brock Lesnar was way better than I expected it to be. So I think Finn has not maybe maybe that's one of the other reasons they did it too. They put Finn in there is uh maybe they can get a better match out of it because if we're being honest and I like and I like uh you know I like the big bearded man myself too but uh he and Brock Lesnar I do not feel we're going to have a very no uh like a mad classic I guess the best way to put it no they just can't no, not at all. no matter how big, good it's they are. it's hard for big men to do that it, it it's yeah they just big man wrestling is is fun it was better for a simpler time but nowadays yeah. with with everyone doing 
uh, as we call them, indie flippy doos and, <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. Like it, it's the big man matches is not quite what it used to be. Right. Yeah. Right. They should be attractions rather than the norm, I guess, because it's kind of how they treated them back in back. You know, uh, Andre the Giant was an attraction. He wasn't something you saw all the time. Yeah. I'm actually, because um, you guys know about this, but maybe the listeners don't. We started a WordPress uh, website, and I've actually been drafting kind of like an all-time WrestleMania, uh, like everyone in their prime kind of thing. And I was thinking, because, because obviously the, the one match you would want Andre the Giant to have is with the Big Show, and I picked like a body slam match. But I'm like, oh, man, that would be so epic in the 80s, but I don't know if it would work today. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, but I, I let's use those two as an example. That's a great example. I don't know if you guys have went back and watched old Andre the Giant matches, not ones closer to his retirement or whatever. I'm talking about when he was younger. Uh, he can move pretty well. Yes, he was very. Yes. He was actually quite. He was actually quite agile. Yeah, uh, and the young Big Show also uh, was quite agile. I mean, he could come off. I remember in WCW, he came off the top rope oh, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, the guy can move. And he did. He would do drop kicks and such. And like, wow, this guy's good. Uh, I think they could have a really fun match uh, if we draft him in the prime. That's a good. I, I like this idea of this article here, Matt. This would be fun. Yeah, I'm about halfway through. I'm having trouble with some of them, but yeah. uh, I'm about halfway through so far. <laughs> yeah, but we don't really do any more like those special quote unquote type matches, like body slam matches and no. stuff like that. And you guys are uh, Matt. You're right. If 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 Strowman's going to get it, it's got to be big. So it's probably going to be uh, WrestleMania. And yes. so here, and that being said, this was what the thought was: was that Strowman is not he's healed and he's ready to go. But like you said, Matt, to protect him, they pulled him off of the main event. And there's thoughts that he's going to show up as part of the 30 man Royal Rumble and win it. I would hope so. At this point, you got to have him on this. Well, no. He got suspended, right? Or no? They just, he had just pulled him off the title off, match. So. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think that would be the best route for that. Changes the Royal Rumble, the whole you know my thought process of the Royal Rumble, and who I was expecting to win. Same. Yeah. yeah that, uh, man, I'll be honest. That makes me less interested in the Rumble personally. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get into Royal Rumble a little later. I was gonna say, well, who you went and won, but we'll get into it a little later. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah. Real quick, there was a couple other things that happened on Raw that I thought was kind of cool. You guys, uh, Nikki Cross debuted. Yep. That was pretty sweet. Uh, so I, I'm a huge Nikki Cross fan. I hope she doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Uh, if anything, she may be good as part of a tag team. So hopefully that could work. Well, she's also just a really good character, too. Yeah. Like, uh, that wild, crazy lady who just wants people to play with her. Exactly. Like yes. I, I freaking love it. So. Yeah. Speaking of the women's tag team, they debuted. They, they uh, unveiled the belts for the women's tag team championship. Uh, and now we know what kind of belts these women are going for. They look pretty nice, right? Yeah. I thought the belts looked good. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I thought they looked really nice for them. So here's the big thing I wanted to see what you guys thought of. The Intercontinental Championship changed hands. Yes, it did. What did you think? It did. A couple things. Uh, my first thought was I, I didn't mind it from the standpoint of Lashley being heel is way, way, way better than Lashley being face. Like the face thing just was horrendous. Uh, I right. like this new little kind of heel thing he's sort of doing. Uh, I, I like it way more. It's at the very least, I'm like I don't mind it. I'm not bored by it. Right. Uh, and if you're gonna make him heel, then he 
should win this. So it made sense for him to win it. But at the same time, what's this mean for Dean Ambrose? Right. You know, uh, he just came back from injury not too long ago. Uh, he's had less than stellar matches, if we're being honest. Right. I don't think he's really kind of he he has way more potential than what he's uh, doing currently. I feel. Uh, so I, I I feel very weird about his character right now. Like where do where do they go with him now? I'm not sure. This could be a way to turn him back, baby. I I don't know. I mean, Bobby Lashley getting the belt though. I think that was best case scenario. I think they had to get that kind of out of the way. They, honestly, Seth and Dean could have good matches that don't revolve that don't revolve and tie around the Intercontinental Championship if that's the route they want to go. Uh, but Bobby Lashley winning the belt is actually probably the first, aside from the women's tag team title, the first fresh and new thing that I've really seen. It's it's different. Uh, I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. I, I can't imagine who would end up beating him. I don't know how long his I can't predict how long his reign will be, but I I. I like it. I like this different. I like this different. Yeah, I definitely don't mind at least somebody different having the title for sure. Yeah, and I'm always a huge fan of, of titles changing on Monday Night Raw. You know what I mean? A lot of times you, th- yes. you you wait for something like that to happen at a, at a pay-per-view or a big event. Yes. And usually it ha- when it happens on television, you're just like, oh, and especially like the Intercontinental is such a prestigious, well, it used to be such a prestigious belt. Um, now, what you were saying, Johnny, about what does this mean for Dean? uh there's a lot of people that thought Seth was going to win Royal Rumble and go to WrestleMania for the title, right? Uh, let's say that happens and he wins it. This could just be like all this feuding over the Intercontinental uh, title could just be seeds for an even bigger, you know, face off between the two later on. Maybe he stays, you know, heel. He blames Seth for a while, does a lot of attacking, things like that. Maybe. I mean, that makes sense from a storyline standpoint. But may I, I'm just being like this is just me. This is my own personal opinion. I'm already bored by those two feuding. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I agree. I'm just over it. I agree. I think we said it a couple weeks ago that this was old, this was old already, and it, you just completely lost like you lost the momentum. It didn't feel right yeah. anymore. So that's maybe, nothing against those two. I think they're both very good, yeah. especially Seth. I mean, obviously the, the Dagum Duke can go, but uh, yeah, I'm just kind of bored by those two together in a in a program i'd rather them each go somewhere else fresh uh, maybe that uh, next. fresh uh, fresh matches with those two like give them some new opponents yeah so uh what else what else happened dude uh, i wanted to bring this up too like ec3 uh, oh. what is this so I, I don't understand how they're trying to introduce him to the the universe here. i read i read an article somewhere that said that vince doesn't want them to they they wanted to these call-ups was a part of helping bring about that whole fresh and new thing but he didn't want them all to be working yet because they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do with all these characters but he still wants them visible so that's why we're seeing all these weird backstage uh you know just scenes where all these NXT call-ups are just kind of hanging around the the only per- who was it i think the only one that had the most interaction so far has been Nikki Cross and then uh Dozer and what's his name the uh what, what's the, the heavy heavy machinery, machinery you yeah. know they they've had the most interaction but overall you just kind of see people standing around yeah i, I don't I, especially EC3 the reason that really confuses me is like if you just look at him just just looking at him like physically, he just seems like the complete package for Vince McMahon, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a like a big guy who's well built, you know, and he looks great. 
why like he looks like an action figure. So like why is it like I'm just surprised that he's not more not doing more already. Maybe they just haven't decided where they want to put him on SmackDown and Raw yet, you know? Probably. That's a good that's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Uh it's weird. Uh, I'm trying to remember if anything else on Raw really uh, uh really captured me. No, uh, I don't think there was anything else on Raw. Oh, oh, I did want to say one thing real quick. John Cena since he's come back has really I felt done a really good job putting over younger talent. Yeah, it seems he, like that's his role right now is to make sure yeah. they get put over and then there's he's he's also making a statement of it uh you know, always making sure yeah. to grab the mic and say by the way, everybody chant for this person now because they're awesome. Yeah, I and I like it. I mean, that's I think that's what a lot of the older as this is how to me older wrestlers should slowly go out. Not I'm not saying he's going to retire anytime soon, but you know, like the older you get, the more that you should sort of put over the next group that's coming up. That's how you build more stars that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. let's uh, let's move to SmackDown real quick. What uh, what was the big standouts in SmackDown? One of the weird things was uh, the removal of Cien Almas from the name Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, I don't get why they they really enjoyed putting down the names. Like, remember Cesaro used to be Antonio Cesaro and. And Biggie used to be Biggie Langston, and I, I don't understand the appeal of cutting down names, but it's confusing. It feels like a it's, Vince thing, right? Oh, completely, one hundred percent. Andrade, so much better than Cian Aldis. That's too much to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I will. I will say this: uh, it's an American audience for the most part, and when a name gets more complicated. Uh, the less likely we are to even talk about them. A great example that I have is one of the biggest stars in the NBA right now has a ridiculous, like, well, for us it's ridiculous, but, I mean, he's from Greece. So uh, his first name is Giannis, and I can't even tell you what his last name is. I couldn't pronounce it. It's Antetokounmpo or something like that. <laughs> and they're saying one of the reasons why, I mean, he's he's becoming a big star, but one of the reasons why uh, it's taking him so long to get mentioned in the same breath as, like, a LeBron James or whoever is because it's just really hard for Americans to learn how to pronounce his last name. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. So I wonder if, when it comes to wrestling, if they kind of think the same thing. Like, uh, you know, Andrade. I don't know why CN almost would be tough for people yeah, to say. I, I can say that. I don't know. And I can barely say words in general, and I can say that one. <laughs> I felt uh, like the CN almost though, itself, like it just it sounded so much fuller. It felt like a, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I liked it. it like Alberto Del Rio. Yes. It felt like Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. that's... Yeah. That kind of, uh, you know, I don't know if I can say class, but importance placed on the day. It just felt more important. Now, now he's getting the the twenty two thousand eight divas treatment with the one name. And uh, yeah, it just sounds bad. Matt, what, Matt, what was it, when you were wrestling, Matt? What was your ring name? It was Maverick Matt Milan. So what if they just called you Matt? <laughs> right? Isn't it? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, Lance Storm, Lance Storm poked a joke at it before too, because I think it was I forgot who was dealing with, and he was making fun of, you know, he brought up WrestleMania twenty, and you know how many people would be interested in, in the main event, you know, being billed as Sean versus Chris versus Hunter. <laughs> yeah. If you just let, you know what I mean? It's you got to have more to it. It's got to sound a little more realistic. Yeah, and and to me, it kind of adds more to the. The pomp and circumstance to give, like, 
like if they didn't call Randy Savage Macho Man Randy Savage every time he was entering the ring, uh, it wouldn't feel as big for right. whatever reason. Like Macho Man Randy Savage sounds awesome. Right. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a strange one, uh, but he yeah, put on a, a point, hell of a match between Rey Mysterio again two weeks in yes. a row. Uh, two weeks in a row goes over. He wins it. Uh, Ray helps push this kid, but dude, a kid. I call him a kid, but I guess he's he's younger than Rey Mysterio, you know. <laughs> but yeah. still, like the the fact that that these guys that put on another match two weeks in a row and a lot of different spots than the week before. There was a few stuff that was kind of repetitive, but overall, it was phenomenal, dude. Yes, fantastic, especially for – we don't usually get this high quality of a match on TV. No, no, it's rare. Usually they put this yeah. kind of work in for the pay-per-view. Yeah, but this one, I'm telling you, if if you're listening to this and you haven't won on your way to watch this match, if you love wrestling, I say you give this match a good shot because they did a really good job to me of not only having that WWE style but also uh, making sure they incorporate a lot of the Lucha Libre stuff. Yeah, uh, and I gotta it was, say it was really good. I gotta say, like I remember when they first pulled him up from NXT, we were a little worried that they, they were gonna just drop the ball with Andrade because, like, he kind of disappeared for a minute, and then he was kind of yeah. like on these real, real low card matches. Yeah, yeah, he was putting over guys for the longest time, and I'm like, what are they doing? They're yeah, wasting them. Yeah. And it, it seems just just recently he's really gotten back into the fold. So that's a good sign. Yeah. And Ray and Ray's been very awesome p- putting him over too, by the way. Oh, for sure. Uh, and Ray can still go, man. Gosh, that guy's still so good. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Oh, Samoa Joe and Mustafa Ali squash match. Yes. I wanted, I'm, glad you, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up. I've never in my life as a wrestling fan seen somebody uh, take the thrown into the, the, the uh, ring post as amazingly as Mustafa oh Ali takes God. that thing. Oh, my gosh. He takes those bumps. He made Samoa Joe look like a million thousand dollars. Oh, I mean, yeah, I made that, sure. that number. That's how good it was. It's, it's important. That's why Ziggler got over as much as he did because he used to sell sell stuff like that really well. Yeah. He has to be careful, though, too, because, you know, you get a little crazy on those on those cells. You can hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know? And these ones look like he could have. Those were some, like, vicious, vicious pole shots, man. He was thrown into the pole twice. And literally bounced off, flipping around. It was insane. Yes, yeah. It was. It looked like the Rock taking a stunner, but <laughs> except not so like over. Except it, so, yeah. Except it looked more realistic. Yeah, it looked yeah. like his body was flopping around because Samoa Joe's a beast. Right. Uh, right. And yeah, so he did a but, great job of, of really because I feel like Samoa Joe was losing traction, and this really helped bring him back as that monster to fear. I'm I'm still worried though because. If these two are going to have a program, both these guys need to win a program. Yes, Samoa Joe needs to win desperately because he hasn't won one in a while, and he's going to. And if he doesn't soon, he's going to get into that whole Bray Wyatt thing, because uh, uh, who was a good talker but never won anything. Uh, and uh, you know, Mustafa is just so new, and obviously good that he needs to win too. So I don't know what they're going to do if this is the route they're going. I think they could have some great matches between these two. But who wins it? Yeah, I think what it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be maybe the first one that they have or the next one they have is uh, not a squash but a DQ. So there's not really a, a win or a loss, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just that's early in, but yeah. somebody's got to win the program overall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who who goes over at the end? 
I mean, yeah, I, they, both, I could they see, both need to. I could see uh, Joe putting Ali over and still coming out, still coming out a winner as well. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a winner for us because we like Joe a lot. But I'm just telling you, as a guy who was a giant Bray Wyatt fan, I freaking loved Bray Wyatt when he first came up. Uh, he was to me, he was so new, uh, especially with how he spoke, and he was so good on the mic. And I thought he was actually a pretty good wrestler. Uh, but then he never won anything. And then it, to even me, a giant Bray Wyatt fan slash apologist, uh, <laughs> even me, I got to a point where I'm like, well, look, yeah, you can talk great on the mic, but what's it, what's it freaking matter? You're going to lose this, this program. You're not going to, right, which, is, which is funny because that's for the longest time. That's what the, the WWE was looking for was talkers. People who can talk and wrestle at the same time. And, and now those, they don't want that. You know, they're not getting the push that they, they truly deserve. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Which when is Bray Wyatt coming back? I mean, he's. I think it's soon. He's been he's been doing a lot of Twitter game uh, in regards yeah. to those weird kind of kind of tweets. Uh, and I know he plays. He he keeps the gimmick going on Twitter. Not like some people where they use Twitter as a, a real you know social account. Uh, right. But you know what I noticed today? I don't know if you saw it. Um, Luke Harper tweeted a picture from back in the day when he was part of the I Wyatt saw this. family. And he I mean, said something like the, about it doing being, the magic trick yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he said something about yeah. being the best of times or something. So, how great would it be if he comes back as like the Wyatt family comes back all at once? I would personally love it because I love that that faction. But but then See, what does I that mean been... for the Bludgeon Brothers? Done. But my thing, my argument with this is that's been another thing that's been a little bit redundant. Too. There's been there's been I think two Wyatt family reunions. Yeah. At this time, I mean, no, they're not doing anything with them, and I'm sure uh, Harper would appreciate, you know, being on TV. I, I've noticed he's been home a lot lately. Yeah, I think he's he was Based injured on his or Facebook. something. Uh, yeah, I'm not completely sure. He, he's been going to his son's wrestling tournaments all around Rochester and stuff like that. But um, I'm sure he wouldn't mind being back on TV. Probably the best best thing for him. But I don't know. The, the Wyatt family has always been another weird case to me, you know. Same. It's almost like the same as the uh, a shield reunion to me at this point. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool, and then that's, they do nothing with it. That's fair. It, it's all about what they do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They 100%. have to do so. They have to have something planned for it, not just do it just to do it. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, I've been enjoying these AJ Styles Daniel Bryan promos, uh, and especially yeah. this week's, which ends with the brawl in the concourse. Yes, that was yes. awesome. I thought it was really it. good. It fe- that again felt like old school, just kind of. Wait, I mean, we know we're being worked, like you said, John. You know, you want to be worked, but Daniel Bryan has a really good way of selling that he kind of really does not like AJ Styles. Right, right. Like they're selling this really well, and that's what I love. It's got that old school feel of that. That wait a second, is this? Is there a little bit here? Yeah, they're maybe- doing a really. They're doing a really good job with both these guys of making them both, uh, no matter who's the heel or who's the face, but both feel that they're right in whatever they're standing up yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Right? They're doing a good job of that with this. I, I love it too. I can't wait for them to have another match. Yeah, that was a good. That was good, and that's the way you should do it too. When you have these build-up matches where they're gonna, you know, a lot of times there's gonna be a big match coming, so they have matches with the same guys that are gonna be in that ma- that big match, you know, as a build-ups. And I don't think you should do that. I think this is what you do for those kinds of things. You know what I mean? Whenever they're fighting, it's not because it's a a, a sanctioned match. It's because one jumped the other. Yes. Yeah. I always hate it when two people are having a feud 
and then they'll have before their big match on a pay per view, like the the Monday night before, they'll have like a tag match where they're in the same yeah, ring together. Exactly. I hate that. I hate that. Don't let them touch until the the, the main event. I was listening so to, to uh, Jim Ross report the other day. Jim Ross was he was commenting on the spot where Strowman was in the middle of the ring and uh, Lesnar came out and circled the ring like a shark kind of a thing. And he thought that he was commenting, saying that was not a smart move. He goes, back in the day, you would write these things because these guys genuinely want to tear each other apart. So there's no way they would be in the ring within that distance of each other and not one of them go after the other. So when you do these, like you said, when you do these things, it just kind of pulls away from it. When you see them attacking each other, it makes it so much more real. So when that big match comes up, you're really invested now. Now you want to see... Listen, he's in the ring. He can't even run away because this isn't, you know, somebody jumping the other. Now you guys have to stay till someone wins. I want it to. I want it to feel like something amazing when two guys or two women lock up for the first time. Yes, exactly. You know? And it should be on a, a bigger stage than exactly. You know, than that. Because I feel like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown should be the things, the storylines that lead up to the things we want, the the end we want to see on the pay per views. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of wanting to see on the pay per view, this is kind of opposite. I got to be honest. I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling this whole Miz Shane O'Mac tag team thing going up against the bar. It's as a giant Miz mark. It's like they have uh, from a comedy standpoint. It's entertaining, but where do you go with this? Like they're not. They need to go somewhere with this. They need to do something. If this leads to uh, the Miz and Shane kind of feuding in a way. I'm uh, I'm okay with that, but you got to go somewhere with it. Like this is hurting Miz more than anything. Yeah, Shane McMahon isn't affected by it. The bar is just kind of there. Miz is the focal point of this. Yeah, story. yeah, you're right. They're trying to turn him face, and they're trying to get people to sympathize with him. And there's just nothing. There's nothing that like his re his crowd reactions have gone down quite a bit. I don't know if it was a lousy crowd. Last week, I know we talked a little bit about it before the show, but um, he was doing like he's doing his moves and stuff, and, and just nothing, like no reaction. He was cutting his promo, nothing. I, I I don't know. I don't. It's not. It's not good. It, it's Miz is the kind of guy who you love to boo. That's what you want to do. That's the direction you want to have. Yeah, yeah, he's he's such a he's such a natural heel. His last face run did not go well. No, within and, within. Well, they, I think they extended it far longer than they should have, but he was a heel within within a year or so, a year and a half maybe. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't, man. The only time he, the only time he ever gets cheers is when he's being a heel because people recognize how good he is as a heel. Right. And I don't know what they're doing here. Like they're making him really goofy. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's very and, and and like you said, Johnny, it's kind of the comedic relief part of it, but you don't want him to be yeah. just straight comedy all the time because that's not the Miz. He's so good in other aspects. Like it almost seems a waste. There are characters who are very good who can do humor and you will still take them seriously. Yeah. Uh we you know, like her angle back in the day, uh, you know, the new day I would argue would be the same way. Uh but I don't feel the Miz's character is like that though. Uh once you make him too goofy, people are just they're not gonna they're not going to care, and you got and you're and you got such a great asset here. Why would you waste it like that? Uh, you know, he's been how long? Is he, he's been wrestling with this company for gosh, well over a decade now. Yeah, it's yeah. I think he started in like oh seven oh eight. Yeah, something like that. And he's been nothing but a great uh, ambassador for them. Like yes. he's he's one of the guys you can put on TV 
uh, to do interviews and stuff, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's reliable, and that's important. Yeah. So uh, don't don't turn him into whatever you're doing now. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately. Let's see where it goes, though. Is it gonna, is this going to be all a ruse, and he'll come off as an even bigger heel by turning on Shane or doing something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if he ends up doing it, like a, if he puts Shane in a skull-crushing finale, then I'm okay with it. That's how it should end. And, but then, that's me. and then that just pushes a feud to start for the rest of 2019, Shane and The Miz, because right now Daniel Bryan's a heel. Right. Yeah. Because like you said, right. Miz is better as a heel. You can't see him as a face trying to t- take down Daniel Bryan as a heel. It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. No. And that and that also makes me kind of sad because that was a program I really wanted to see. Uh, those two just seem like polar opposites of each other, just personality-wise. And maybe that, they could still do it from that standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but you'd have to get rid of any heel versus babyface type of thing. It should just be Miz versus Daniel Bryan as people. Oh, <laughs> That's when it gets good. See, but then you're looking at yeah. the wrong promotion. You got to go to AEW yeah. if you want yes. just because I, one of the things I read was Cody was talking about in one of the interviews was this isn't a promotion that's about heels or faces. They're not worried about trying to create characters. Fans can cheer whoever they want to cheer. It's not by, about trying to create a narrative and, and that kind of thing. So it's going to be interesting to see what they're doing over there. So in other good. words, so in other words, they've they've learned from like he's learned especially from being an independent wrestler, right? Yeah, you would think because right? how it is on the indies. It, you, it's sort of. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure Matt can tell us more, but it's way more of uh, the crowd kind of definitely dictates who they're going to cheer for or not. Yeah, it definitely helps. Um, I mean, like I said last week, a little bit like shindies are really bad for, but the big level ones they go by reactions. Um, you know, WWE trying to force the like Roman Reigns, like it, it has oh, not yeah. gone over well. And I hate to bring him up because I know what he's going through, but his character has not been received well. But regardless, you keep trying to force this narrative that he's, you know, loved by the crowd and and, and this and that. And, you no, know, Cody, Cody's smart for this. You, you have to have organic reactions. Yep. That's how... That's how it is. I mean, I still I watch WWE videos all the time, you know, little clips that they put up, and they're always, always inserting crowd noise to help their case. And it, just oh, sounds, yeah. it sounds phony. Yeah. And it's bad. It's just, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. But yeah, Cody's Cody's smart for wanting to go the organic route with with people choosing. I think the way the, the direction professional wrestling is going, that there's there's not going to be such a fine line between heels and faces it's going to be a bit of a gray area yeah yeah you know, yeah and, and let the people decide you'll always have people who had that's the persona is the good guy and the persona is the bad guy but then again like you said it's not going to be that they're going to push that gimmick they're not going to really go out of their way to say all right we're creating this i want you to play this character you know what i mean yes and i think that's one of the big attractions aside from the insurance and all this other stuff the pay all this stuff they're really promising i think one of the big attractions is that it's going to give wrestlers back their creative freedom to do what they will with their gimmick and their character and it's up to the wrestler to get themselves over with the crowd you know what i mean it's not up to the promotion to create the character uh in in that indie sense it gives the wrestler the chance to do it all on their own True. Right. The WWE is is incredibly micromanaged. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you guys before. I did extra work for them, and every little detail is micromanaged. These guys walk in; they have to check in with HR and and or talent relations or whatever. They have people doing makeup and haircuts to make sure that these guys look the same like, the same way that they did the previous week. 
they have people making tights in the back in the background pushing out tights and gear so everything stays consistent like they can't just go and get their own gear no these people are going to make it for you you got to get what you get um they have producers for everything like the, the matches it's such a production like it, i i could just i see i understand after seeing that i understand why people are miserable when they go there because yeah you lose yourself you, you almost sell yourself out to to the the machine that is the wwe so i aew is is offering they, they've talked a lot of stuff about about you know stuff that i know the the boys the wrestlers the you know the entertainers that they would gravitate towards yep. it's it's super important you have you have to be have been a wrestler to understand what a wrestler truly needs to succeed in this business to be uh mentally satisfied there's there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Well, also also when it comes to heels, quote unquote, and faces, uh, kind of look at our, our other media, right? Let's look at movies. Let's 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 use Avengers for an example here. Thanos is a big bad, right? Like technically, what he's wanting to do, he's wanting to wipe out half the population, is obviously a heelish move. Like it's a big like, why would you want to kill half the people? Yeah. But they went out of their way to almost show you why he wants to do that. Like they they wanted to to almost gather a little bit of sim, you know uh, sympathy for this guy. Like we want to understand this villain why he feels this way. Uh, that's kind of what you got to do now. You can't just say this guy's evil for evil's sake uh, when it yeah. comes to wrestling. You got to just be like, why is this guy this way? Why does uh, why does this guy feel he needs to take shortcuts in the ring? You know that like type the, of deal, like like Daredevil's Netflix show, where Kingpin has an almost sympathetic side. To him. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, that's yeah, it's exactly even, what you're going for. That's a better example. Yes, very much so. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what you need to do. You, you can't just anymore have uh somebody who's just a bad guy to be a bad guy. You right. sort of have to explain why this guy is this way and then crowd themselves will decide if they're going to cheer or boo that person. Right. And that's if you yeah. want to create that because if not if you just want to come out there as, you know, uh, as Matt Johnson or as as yourself and you go out and you you work hard and that's you. It's not a character, it's not a gimmick. You're a work a hard worker. You go out there, we work every night, you put the spots in, you do what you got to do. Uh yep. you know, that's the other route that's being allowed at AEW. That's what they're saying in yeah. regards to like we're not going to be the the production mill and create the characters. You come to you come with what you want to do basically, and I think that's what's got the psycho sids whispering about all of these other wrestlers that are now asking for releases. Um, I think in the last week we heard all different kinds of rumors of of different teams and and talents asking the wwe for release uh most notably i noticed was the revival have asked for a yes. release that's a big deal because yeah they the, asked to trademark a freight uh ftr uh-huh. which i think we all know what that means um if you don't there's a really bad word involved but it's a reference that the young bucks and i think kenny omega make on a show a well-known show so yeah revival is yeah, I, I think it's best for their careers to get out of the WWE um, and go over to AEW where they'll be utilized properly and can you can utilize them, themselves properly. They they are such great talents and the, what we see on TV does not give them any justice. Yeah, no. You know, we we've not actually heard any money when it comes to how much money these wrestlers are getting paid for AEW, but well, I do but I do feel that didn't Jericho recently say that they're getting paid very well? Yeah, yeah. Jer- I, Jericho did a podcast and he straight out said that AEW is paying more than the WWE. Yep. 
That's amazing to me. That's 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 how you know they got some money behind them. Yeah, yeah. They got they deep, deep, deep pockets, dude. That kid, the 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 son of the owner guy. I mean, he's the one that's president or run. That's you know the head of AEW with the Cody and the Bucks. Uh, he's a huge fan. You guys watch that movie Glow? I think I brought this up before, or that show. The Glow? show, yeah, the show. Yes. Glow. Oh yeah. Yes. So do you know how like that rich kid was the one that was funding it because he was super like loved wrestling and he just wanted to have the women's version of it. Like yep. that's what this reminds me of. This kid just loves them. Apparently, they just they just met in July of this past year. Uh, the Bucks met this kid back in July, and they hit it off. But then the Bucks realized he was a true fan. He showed them a picture that he was wearing one of their old school uh, Bullet Club shirts in the front ring at a Jersey show whenever a New Japan had come through. And yeah. and Matt Jackson said something about that's when I remembered. I literally walked up to him and two sweeted him before I walked into the ring. I was like, could you could you imagine being so and, cool. and then they sat down and just started talking, like, well, what if we did this? Well, what if we did that? What if we did? And then after a while they're like, No, we should do this. Um, but it's good, dude. It's gonna it's gonna be great for everything. You know, and it's not about who's gonna be better or this or that. It's I just think it's gonna be having this outlet with this kind of this brand of wrestling is gonna be amazing. Because they're promising old school wrestling style stuff, like 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 when we talked about watching that hidden gem with the the Andersons and and uh, yes yes, it's going to be that style of old school wrestling. You know what I mean? Which is perfect for the revival. Yes, exactly. It is. It might. It may be a little weird. What you know, getting over with the crowd at first, but I mean, there's still going to be some cool spots. Well, um, I'm thinking. I'm not thinking. I don't think it'll be like. Just nothing but the, the that kind of wrestling because obviously you have the Bucks, you have you know they're they're bringing right, in what, what right. is that SoCal United, uh, SC what is it SCU? Uh, Ooh. I can't remember the name of that team. I can't either. But anyway, uh, it's it's like these guys are all are hard workers and it's not like it's going to be boring wrestling but it's i think it's right. going to be hardworking wrestling you know what i'm saying we're going to start yes. seeing more of that stuff not so much of the uh soap opera usos in a hotel room kind of stuff <laughs> yes yes uh i don't think anybody even i've even heard interviews with the people of aew or they're not expecting right out of the gate to be true competition oh, with the wwe no, right no, at the beginning no they're way. just not i mean wwe's the big kahuna the big monster to be around for a, it's going to be a while before yeah. there's any competition it, right but I do feel that they're laying the groundwork for something that could be in the future, and it's a, and it's laying the groundwork for something that's going to basically be uh, a kind of a good revolutionary thing for the an for alternative wrestling. Yes, yes, right. yes. which uh, we all desperately need. <laughs> I mean, the WWE's here lately. I will say they're doing a better job overall uh, with both their shows. They've been feeling a little better, but man, they're still getting their own way sometimes. So yeah. Um, I think we're all ready for some alternative just to see what the alternative is. I agree. Yes. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, what else? So before we get off, we were going to talk about Royal Rumble coming up because, uh, Matt, you're not going to make it on the next show. So did you want to go ahead and go through predictions on this episode? Yeah. Yeah, we can absolutely do that. I got the uh, uh, I got the updated card pulled here real quick. Sure. So we'll run through it for you. And I noticed that it looks like every single match is a championship match. Ooh, that might be too much. Not, well, no, you kind of have to. Yeah, there's, uh, what is this? Seven matches, all championships. So they have uh, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. championship. Uh, if you ask me, that's just kind of an easy one. I can't see Shinsuke taking the title back that fast. 
unless no. it's a dirty win. You know what I mean? And then that just brings a Same. lot of heat, and then it also it helps like push Rusev again to try to climb and fight for it. And but I just I don't I, know. it is it is possible. I have seen. I mean, we have seen short reigns from you know really cool moments like Rusev winning, and Shinsuke has stepped up his game too. So. I don't. I'm fifty fifty on it. I want Rusev to win, yeah. but I would not. I would not be surprised if Shinsuke won it back. Yeah, I I kind of think that this may be a match that could be way better than people expect. Like it has the potential because I think both these guys are uh, are good, uh, and I'm really curious how their styles are going to going to mishmash here. So I'm very I'm actually very interested in this match just as a match itself. Yeah, who do you think is going to win? I think you're right. I think uh, uh, Rusev Day is going to reign supreme at the end of the day. But I think it has potential to be a very good match, though. Yeah. Uh, the next one up is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Bar versus Ms. McMahon. Can we call oh, them Ms. McMahon? I like that. <laughs> sure. Ms. McMahon. We can call them whatever we want. This is our show. Ms. Uh, McMahon. In my opinion, I feel this should end with... Uh, if I was booking it, this ends with Miz costing his team because he's skull-crushing finales. Yes. Shane and walks off. That's how it should end. Yes. In my opinion. I don't know about what you guys think. Uh, I think the bar's going to win it, but the only thing we have against that thing, what would be his what, – what's what's driving him to do that? What was the point in, in – in, was it because, oh, maybe it be, could be because he went in and took that World Cup title? You know what I mean? He was going to be the best in the world. And yeah. then Shane took it anyway, and so he decided. Yeah, they've, to, they've, uh, there's some seeds there for a story that that they planted if they want to use it. So yeah, that would be great. I'd love to see that. Let's see. Let's see the Miz turn on them and draw some real, real heat uh, for a WrestleMania match. Yep. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Uh, what else we got? Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks. This one seems like a waste match to me. I got to be honest. Like we don't even need to have the women's championship match during Royal Rumble, do we? Is it a must? Yeah, this feels way more like they. This should be a bigger stage, right? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, because the, the thing with title matches on Royal Rumble is they're always going to be overshadowed by the Royal Rumble match itself, no matter what. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I'm with you on this. Sasha Banks versus, uh, versus Rousey should be a bigger deal, in my opinion. But it, when when I say a waste, also I mean Sasha Banks is amazing in the ring. Don't get me that. Uh, don't get me wrong. But it just seems like uh, when you see the David versus Goliath type of matches, and not that that uh, Ronda is that much bigger, but in reality, Ronda would just mow her down and destroy her, like literally snap her in half. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so when you yeah. see this, you want to have some sort of be- believability to it. And you, and here it's like, what are we what are we looking at? Are we who are we supposed to cheer for? Because Ronda Rousey's the is the is the face still, right? Like she's still considered a face. Yeah. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to plant the seeds for the four horse women versus the four horse women. But it just this feels weird, and it feels like a waste. Like they shouldn't have even booked it at all. Just don't even have the women's match, the women's championship match. We didn't need it. Or or have Rousey go against somebody else. Yeah. Who is not as established as as Banks is? Exactly. Uh, I don't know, but uh, this one it's obviously going to be Rousey, if you ask me. Yep, me too. Yep. Same. Uh, next one, Oscar and Becky Lynch. I'm looking forward to this one. I don't know about you guys. These are two women yeah. that can really go. So I think this would be a great match. 
As do I. As do I. Um, as far as who's winning, I don't know. The Royal Rumble is not really a great time for title changes, and it almost usually never happens. Um, very rarely happens. Um, I'm going to so go on a limb. Asuka. I'm going to go on a limb and say that Rousey comes out and costs Lynch the match. Ooh. Again. Second time in a row. That'd be interesting. I like that. I like I that like because that. again, it doesn't it doesn't show one or the other to be weaker, you know. Right. Because you can't. You know what? They're both on. They're both on fire right now. Oscar for winning the championship, and they just basically realized, oh yeah, we've been kind of wasting her. And then Lidge is just on fire since the whole you know man thing. So, uh, and she's yeah. still going. So you don't want to. You don't want to have her lose this legit. That wouldn't look good. Exactly. Exactly. She can't lose legit. And I don't think Oscar should lose the title. If you're going to put it on Oscar, let her have it for a while. I agree. That's what I would like. So yeah, I'd go with the Rousey or uh, Charlotte Flair causing it. Yeah, the only reason I'm not, the only reason I said Rousey is just to kind of further along that whole four the horsewomen four, thing. Horsewomen, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could see that. Uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Now this is going to be fun. Yes, very much looking forward to this one a lot. And I still think uh, I I think Brian's going to hold it. I don't think they're going to give it back to Styles because um, I don't think Styles needs it. I mean, he's kind he's kind of cooled Agreed. off a little bit, but he doesn't need it. We uh, Daniel Bryan doesn't need it either, but it only helps the narrative and and the heel character more if he continues to win it and hold it. Yes, exactly. I agree with you 100 percent on all that. And he's got to win uh, it dirty too. Oh yeah, yeah, he has to. Uh, so I'm all for that. I I think Daniel Bryan wins, and he wins uh, as unclean as possible. And uh, AJ Styles uh, doesn't lose anything from it because he's so good, and he had that title for what over a year. Uh, yeah. So nobody thinks he's a he's a jobber. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this this match a lot. I can't wait for you know what. Overall, this card's not too bad. I got to say. No. No, it's not bad at all. At all. Very good. Um. What'd you think, man? Yeah. Debray. <laughs> Debray. 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 Yeah, I think so. Um now it's just really helping push eight or excuse me, helping push Daniel Bryan, you know, further into his champion and AJ kind of out of the title picture. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh next is a fatal four way cruiserweight championship. Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa versus Hideo Itami versus Kalisto. Uh, I don't follow 205, so I can't really tell you what's going on with this storyline. Uh, but I do know it was very popular when Buddy Murphy won it. So I'm just going to say he keeps it. Yeah, I think so, too. I also think it's going to be one of those matches that could steal the show. Oh, yeah. This is going to be an insane uh, yeah. match. These guys, All four of these guys are great. Yep. So I'm looking forward to this one, too. i got to say. I think it'll be a quick, a quick, super quick match that you'll little spot we, fest. Yep. Yeah, we might have a hard time keeping up with because all four <laughs> of these guys can can really move. Yeah, it's literally one of those ones you see something, you go to text your friend something, and they're already sending you what you missed because you were looking down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yep. Let's see. What did you think on that one, Matt? I have to go with Buddy Murphy, too. You know, the, the other guys, yeah, they're like Kidio Atami's kind of been irrelevant for a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't follow it as well either. But I know Buddy Murphy has gotten pretty rave reviews so far as champ. So, gotta stick with that. Hold on to it for a while. Uh, next up, we got singles WWE Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor. I mean, we all we all know Brock's winning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, move along. Let's move along. <laughs> Twenty nineteen Women's Royal Rumble match. So let me tell you all the women that are in it. 
uh, so far. We have Carmella, Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, Naomi, Mickey James, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce. Uh, my heart s- is that? my heart says Vega. That's fifteen, but, but that's but only fifteen. So there's a lot still right. to be announced. Uh, out of those, who would you want to make sure you do see in the Royal Room? Obviously, Charlotte Flair will be in it. Yeah, she's not in any of the event, other other matches up for the night. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, she'll definitely be there. I think. Barring I think Sasha sort of will be in too by the end of the night. I mean, that's fifteen other. Sasha will be in the rumble by the end of the night i think do we see uh do we see any of the ladies from nxt come over Pro, i would say a couple what about like Sh- like Shayna kinda, baszler they they usually do that don't they like they'll have a couple nxt yeah. people pop up yeah so, yeah last year yeah, i just don't want to see them bring back old names again oh like the old 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 schoolers like michelle mccool and i think <sighs> they had like beth phoenix so, like you know they're not gonna win yes it's cool to see them again but yeah just Give it, you know, make these ladies the priority. Yeah, yeah. So. Make everybody that comes in count, so that you, you, there's genuinely not a, you're not sure if the person you're pulling for is going to win it. Yeah, you know, because when you do, like, yeah, when you said, when you say that, uh, Matt, you got 15 already announced. Let's say you know another five or, or ten are, are announced. So five of them will be old schoolers. You see any of those five come in, the chances that the person you're pulling for already went up for you. You know what I mean? It's almost like they're letting you know who's going to win. Um, yes. I agree. I don't. I don't. Not that, not that you don't want to enjoy that, but not for something like this. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's just, too much on the line. Like, like I think who was it a couple years? Might have been Mick, a Mick Foley parent or what? No, Kevin Nash. I think maybe. And I'm like, oh wow, this is cool. Well, but then at the same time, they're like he looks like shit. He's <laughs> old. He's not going to win this match. He's certainly not going to be at WrestleMania and it never panned out anyways. So yeah, I think though my prediction, I do think Sasha gets in and wins it. I really do. I think 2019 is going to be a big year for Sasha Banks. Ooh, I like this prediction. Uh, Wait, Sasha's already in, in the championship match against Ronda Rousey. Right. I know, but I, I feel like she's going to, Lose to Ronda, oh, so she comes in anyway. And get in. Oh, okay. Yes. Ooh. Oh, you're gonna you're you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. I I, I feel. And then for a re- whoever loses the ladies' matches, they're they're probably gonna end up being in the Royal Rumble match. And so so and that goes for which title? Is it going for? It goes for the women's title. That's for the women's one. Yep. And that would be Ronda Rousey, right? Like, well, it'll be Ronda. They could oh, challenge, they challenge Ronda who or Oscar. I see. Yes, That's yes. right. Okay. Okay. Well, I I'm gonna see. I'm gonna say Charlotte is gonna be in it, and I I I won't, I was gonna say I'd see her win it, but I feel like that'd be too many times. They're just pushing the same old, right? We're looking for fresh and new. So what I think's gonna happen is I think Natalia's gonna win it, and then she's gonna challenge Ronda Rousey again at WrestleMania, and at WrestleMania is when we see Rousey turn and the four horsewomen of the UFC show up. I like it I from a st- it. I like it from a st- uh, story point standpoint. Yeah, that's that's my storyline standpoint, and that's what I'm sticking yeah. to. That's what I was trying to say, but I fumbled it. <laughs> uh, uh, my heart, though, like my heart says, I want Vega to win this. Oh, I become I such know. a fan of hers, she's but awesome. that's not going to happen. <laughs> she's so good, <laughs> but dude. that won't happen. Yeah, she, yeah, I, lo- I love her. So, uh, 
yeah, I like these predictions, guys. I like both of these. Uh, who do you think is going to win overall, Johnny? Who did you say? I like the Italian thing a lot. It makes sense. Uh, so I might go with her, and they've and they've uh, they've been kind of pushing her a little bit here lately. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm okay with that, honestly. She kind of she's worked her tail off. She kind of deserves oh, it. Easily. So. For the men's side, only 18 have been announced. Our truth, Drew McIntyre, Big E, actually, basically all of New Day, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose. Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Corbin, Mahal, Cruz, Andrade, Mustafa Ali, and Rey Mysterio. So right there, just out of those 18, that's going to be fun. Yes. You know what I mean? There's yeah, a that lot is a, That in is there. a solid mix. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who else would you like to see in there? I want Miz to show up again. And despite being in the championship tag championship match, I want him to show up. Oh, of course. Uh, um. Man, there's so many. I mean, that's only 18. Yeah. So there's so many names we could throw in there that would really add to this. I, I'd imagine there's going to be at least three three surprises. Not that I want to see it, but there's always gonna, there's always a, a surprise or you know. Um, here's a here's a good here's a game we could play. Who from NXT do you think is going to show up? I was going to say this? this. I'm saying this now. I'm putting it down on record. This is where we're going to see Lars Sullivan's debut. Um, I like I, it. I did want to bring something up because while you know while we were talking earlier there was an incident uh with Lars oh really that he was supposed to debut this past week on Robbie he had an anxiety attack and was sent home he was supposed to attack John Cena and there was supposed to be a program set up i don't know how true it was it's from bodyslam.net and that Lars was supposed to debut on monday but he had like some kind of anxiety thing and i don't know how Vince is looking at it because he likes his guys to be reliable. Wow. Um, so the, he's, his future might be in jeopardy, unfortunately, because you can't delay it next week because John's supposed to start re- filming a movie. That's hmm. right. He's supposed to start filming a movie, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know how true that is, but I was reading it earlier while we were discussing stuff, and I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting little tidbit. Royal Rumble probably will will be the debut of Lars, but if this is true and it's looked upon poorly, it might not be a very good showing for Lars. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, who else from NXT do we think will show up? Uh, I got this would be a good this would be a good match to kind of throw in some Gargano's or some uh, uh, or some Blacks. I feel just to, just to sprinkle yeah, them in for Black. a little bit. It's time to move Alistair Black on. Yeah, I agree. That's what I say. So I'd like to see Alistair Black come up. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, He's already, you know what? Here's the thing. He and Gargano both, I think, are ready to move up. I think Ciampa is also ready to move up. Oh, Ciampa's been beyond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know they're going to ruin him as soon as he gets to the main roster. Oh, I hope not, dude. Oh, there's a chance all three of those guys who we really like a lot could get ruined. (laughs) So I I also think... uh, and not because they're looking to push him up yet, but just because he's riding such a hardcore wave of, of love is uh, bro, Matt Riddle. Yeah, I can see him gonna, showing up. That countdown goes to zero, and that, and then all of a sudden you hear, bro, that place is going to pop, dude. It's going to pop. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Or, they vel- or the a Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. Dream. Can you imagine? Yeah, Dream, dream just, text, just uh, tweeted about how, uh, book it now, he's going to have a match with John Cena in 2019. Oh, wow. So... Maybe that's kind of foreshadowing a little bit. That's nice. I'd like to see that. That'd be sweet. Uh, overall, who do you guys think are gonna w- is going to win the men's? Well, who do you want to win? Well, if, before the – oh, go ahead, Johnny. I'm sorry. I was going to say if Strowman's in it, I'd, I would put money on that. 
Yeah. I, I don't like it for me personally. I, I wouldn't care for that. And that's not nothing against Strowman, but uh, I'd rather see somebody new personally. Uh, however, if he's in it, I feel he wins it. I was going Drew McIntyre. I think I told you it a couple weeks ago. I was going Drew McIntyre until they pulled Braun. Yeah. From that match. So I'm all for Drew, by the way. If Drew's in it, I would want him to win it. But yeah. 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 I think you're right. I think Braun wins. So there you go. Do you think we get another Chris? do we get another stumble, fall any kind of stumbling, slipping, flying under the ring moment this no, year? One, one can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, now I won't believe it though. Now I'll be like, yeah, they staged this. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. That's Royal Rumble. What do we think? Uh, real quick, what do we think Kofi's going to do? <laughs> like every every Royal Rumble, this guy's an MVP for whatever he does to not get eliminated. So I'm very curious. What he's kind of done everything you could possibly do. I don't know what else he could do. Yeah, I know that is interesting. I'm trying to think if anybody comes out at any like gimmick things, but nobody rides a motorcycle to the ring anymore. Um, no, I got nothing. I yeah. got nothing. I don't either. So very curious about that too. It's always a fun. And uh, my dark horse to win this is just because my heart and soul loves this guy, and I think he's really uh, been doing some awesome work on TV here lately. Is our truth? <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love our truth. That guy is amazing. That's so amazing. Uh, if, he's not going to win the Royal Rumble, but it would be amazing if he did. I'd cheer. I'd stand up and cheer if he did. Oh. <laughs> But yeah. All righty, guys. Who do, you, uh, who do you think, Chris? You didn't say who you thought was going to win. Oh, yeah. Oh, didn't I? No, you didn't, actually. Who did I say? Who do I want to win? Uh, Yeah, I think Seth Rollins is going to win it, to be honest. That's Seth, a good pick. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're still trying to push him as being, you know, what's coming next. I haven't seen anybody yeah, really good, take over yep. Raw in that respect. It still seems like they're pushing him, especially, you know, the more aggression, Seth Rollins. Yeah, he's definitely one of their top faces for sure. So that's who I would see is going to win it. It makes sense. I wouldn't be mad at that one. No. Be interesting. Alrighty. What else, guys? Anything else you want to say before we're out of here? No, I'm tapped right. out. Yeah, I think that's it. We're all done. Matt, enjoy your uh, your honeymoon. Congrats Cheers. on the wedding I'll and all that. Talk to you guys in a month or so. For sure. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Other than that, we're out. Count us down. One, two, three.